Today is Wednesday, October 5th. The title for our devotional is Love Your Enemies. This week we're talking about dehumanization and its effects on our polarized society. Yesterday we saw how the image of God is the antidote to dehumanizing even our enemies. It's with this background theology of all people being created in the image of God that Jesus teaches one of his most radical teachings. Matthew 5, 43-48, Jesus says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. In verse 43, Jesus is initially quoting from Leviticus 19.18, which commands love for neighbors. The Jews of Jesus' day apparently had a debate going as to the specific meaning of neighbor. Some thought it meant just the Jewish people. Some expanded it more broadly. See an example of this in Luke 10.29. Jesus gives his answer to to the debate with the parable of the Good Samaritan there in Luke 10. The story basically taught that we're all called to love even our greatest enemies. Leviticus 19.18 only says to love your neighbor. It doesn't say to hate your enemy. Apparently, some interpreters of the law had been teaching that the text's silence on how to treat one's enemies meant that they were free to juxtapose hating enemies with loving neighbor. Jesus, as the ultimate interpreter of the law, says that this is a false assumption. Disciples of Jesus are to love even their enemies and pray for those who persecute them. This he grounds in the common grace of the Father himself. Because God causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and the rain to fall on the righteous and the unrighteous, Christians should then love even their enemies. To do so is to act like God. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. These words are so familiar to us that often the meaning is lost. The world here refers to humans living in rebellion to God. God loved us even in our sin and rebellion. It was his love that then led him to send Jesus. When we were God's enemies, he died for us, as Romans 5.8 says. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. To love our enemies then is to act like God, because God loved us even when we were his enemies. Jesus didn't just teach this principle, he lived it. While hanging on the cross in excruciating pain, he exclaimed, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. This has obvious implications for how we are to treat the opposite sides in a polarized society. If our identity is too wrapped up in one party or another, we will struggle even more to obey the way of Jesus and to love our enemies. This teaching is hard enough to live out when our identity is fully and solely in Christ. Adding other perceived enemies by aligning ourselves with other ideologies will only make this more difficult. For reflection time today, I invite you to just ask if there is a political party or political issue that you find it difficult to love those who disagree with you. Think Democrat, Republican, pro-life, pro-choice, the woke mob, Antifa, BLM, MAGA, culture warriors, Christian nationalists. The list goes on and on and on. Is there anyone in that group, or even expand it more broadly, to think through those who espouse to a certain ideology if you struggle 
to love them. Think through the way of Jesus. Remember Jesus hanging on the cross saying, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Remember Jesus calling us to love our enemies and to pray for those who persecute us. That is the way of Jesus we are called to emulate.